You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Future of Radio. The future of radio is here. Funemploymentradio.com. I have never really seen anyone take to something as quickly like as a fish you do to, to that. Water almost. Almost. It's it's a little bit scary. Just on the on how much knowledge you have about it already, I do, and I'm like I'm like a sponge for the knowledge that is coming. No. With it. Like every time someone tells me something, I retain it and I remember it, and yeah. I like to dispel it back to. And other then you people. like to vomit it out all over everyone else. Exactly. Pretty much, pretty much how that one would work. It's. I mean, I will say this. It is kind of impressive. I just wish you could use that memory for good purposes. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Extillan. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Uh, really quick, before we get too far into the show, I want to remind people of a couple of fine ways you... Yes, you out there can support Fun Employment Radio. One of those is by going to our store, funemploymentradio.com slash store. And that is where you can uh, purchase a fine Fun Employment Radio hat. You can get a copy of our Nightmare at Nibbler's Ghost Investigation. And if you have ordered something within the past few weeks, I am mailing it out today and I'm very, very sorry. Ordinarily, you will get it within a week. You sure will. When it is shipped. This, uh, a person named Sarah may have, may have dropped the ball. There was a problem in our mailing department, you're apparently. Some, you're getting some extra stuff from the mailing department because okay. of uh, the mistake. Okay, we'll report the mailing department you know, mm-hmm. to the higher-ups, to, H- to, H- yep. to HR for an HR violation. That's it. We'll, we'll get that re- uh, reported. But your stuff will be shipped out to you. So thank you so much. And uh, funemploymentradio.com slash store. Go there. You can uh, pick up some uh, nice items. Oh, my goodness. Yes, indeed. So many nice items. So many nice items. <laughs> All right. So what, what we were talking about at the beginning of the show is this, and you've probably heard Sarah slowly start talking about this stuff on, um, on the show. And it's getting to a point now where it's not a bit. It's not a joke. Sarah is obsessed. I'm not obsessed. Obsessed. With wrestling, I'm not obsessed. I find it very interesting. No, it is and entertaining. I can I can see how it's interesting and entertaining. But your depth, it's like you want to know everything. I do like having the backstories. It's like people, for example, who watch like The Young and the Restless, and they know is that all still of. On? I think so. Okay. Or maybe, I don't know, like like a really long-running soap opera. Uh-huh. Like, you know, all the ins and outs of, like, you know, the evil twins and, like, who's, you know, sleeping with whom. You mean, like, Days of Our Lives? Circa like, 1997 exactly. to 99? Wrestling is totally Because, I mean, I, would, a, I didn't watch it during that time from at all. I don't know what was going on there. Of course you didn't. Uh, you know, with me and Kristen and then, and then you know, Bo and then the kidnapping and... Uh, all of that, then John Black. John Black with his eyebrow. I didn't know anything about that See, stuff. if you're watching that kind of stuff, then I don't understand this why you're making the... fun of me to watch no. watching wrestling. It's the I'm exact not making... same thing. No, I, it totally is. I'm not making fun of you for watching, for, for watching wrestling. I'm not making fun of wrestling. I'm more making fun of... Yeah, I guess I'm making fun of you watching wrestling. That's the part that's really bizarre to me. It's just weird because especially looking back like how we, how we started this show like you know uh, over five years ago... You would be the last person that Sarah on uh, last person I could ever picture wanting to watch wrestling. Hmm. Really? Yeah. Oh, totally. Totally. Yeah, I could see I you making don't think fun I, of it. I don't think I understood exactly what it was about. Because yeah, no, I get shit from a bunch of my girlfriends. They're like, "Why are you doing this? You're <laughs> this is really obnoxious." Like even yesterday, some, a couple of my friends were making fun of me. Like, "All right, yes, I get it. You like wrestling. Like, stop being all like fucking kooky." I'm like, "No, I'm no, it's not, not being, kooky. I'm not being kooky. Like, I actually re- legitimately like it. You know who else loves wrestling? Who, who is a is a new out of the closet wrestling fan? Uh huh. 
The famous Scott Daly. Famous Scott Daly. Famous Scott Daly is indeed. He is also, along with me, a bandwagon wrestling fan, just like me. We So we all actually ended up watching... Uh, so it was Monday, Monday night last night, and uh, in the wrestling world. Sarah, why don't you tell us what happened? It's Monday Night Raw, and uh, so we ended up... <laughs> in a different context, that could mean many different things, but... <laughs> so I ended up watching that over at uh, Scott and Lily's house with a few friends, and it was extremely entertaining. And I did, I do actually know a lot of the backstory now for a lot of the, the competitors, if you will. Okay, all right. On the show. Well, you have definitely taken to it, and I am, I am impressed I'm impressed with how much you've you've taken to it. I guess impressed by uh, not ne- necessarily by hearing your knowledge, which you do like to tell everybody about. You're like the person who just like. Did you know that Roman Reigns is the rock? Oh cousin? my god! How many facts you know about Roman Reigns is kind of disturbing. I would you should probably keep Roman that Reigns one. got his ass kicked last night. Roman Reigns is a wrestler for anyone who doesn't know, and Sarah happens to like this wrestler and talk about him nonstop. If you're around Sarah in any capacity outside of this show, you have probably heard her bring up Roman Reigns at some point in the last, I would say, month. Uh, easily, easily in the last month, you have heard her bring up Roman Reigns. All right. Well, no, we don't have to talk about it anymore. But yes, I'm sorry that it's annoying. I know it is. <laughs> I just I, I find it very entertaining, and that's what I did yesterday. I, I worked on a painting for a while, and then I watched some uh, some Monday Night Raw. Well, that is fantastic. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I just <laughs> yeah. want to get it out there. I just want to make sure everybody was aware of it. Okay. And I want to make sure you're aware of it. Oh, I am. I okay. am, and it's embarrassing to talk about. Okay. All right. Well, there we go. All right. Well, moving on from that, you know, we were we were talking about the show uh, at the beginning of the show. You know, you can go to the store. You can pick up some stuff there. Funemploymentradio.com slash store. And Fun Employment Radio, of course, is our primary job here. Of course. This is what we do five days a week. But every now and then, you know, I pick up a couple of side jobs here and there. And... I'm I'm kind of uh kind of taking a look here. I always keep my eyes on you the You are always on the keeping Craigslist. your eyes peeled. Yeah, I always keep my eyes peeled. Keep yeah. a keep a finger in the pie, you Ew. know? Keep a uh, dipping in the wait. I don't want to hear about you fingering the pie. Stirring the hole, oh, you know? Don't, stirring the hole? Stirring the pond? That's even more disturbing. Mucking up the water? I don't I go I What are you doing I always look to at, these jobs? I, I keep my eyes on Craigslist looking for certain jobs, you know, just for, for different little part-time things, different schemes, really, is what I'm trying to do. It's find, find some quick money, Sarah. And I found a few on here that I thought maybe we could do another, you know, another uh, edition of Craigslist where I could bring up some of these, some of these things for you. Would, you. would you care to just give me some feedback? All right. These are some, some these... potential pies that you'd like to finger. <laughs> well, I mean, you can, you can call it that way in some, in some aspect. And uh, let's take a look here. All right, so oh wait, do, do so you is, have this the, a, is this a Greg's list? This is a Greg's list. Oh my gosh, we haven't done this in a little while. Do you have some music for I me? I do. I can. You can't hear it. Yeah. All right. All right, Sarah. So I, I pulled some random ones here. Okay. I want to. I want to get your feedback. Sure. I want to know what you think. All right. So these are. So this has nothing to do with me. Well, there's a couple in here that I'm thinking maybe you would. Uh, you actually might be able to to do a little bit with this. Um, okay. Well, here. Do you want one right off the bat? I mean, I can just tell you. Wow, that's so selfless of you. Help a family become an egg donor. Ew. Well, I mean, I'm just saying it's on here. It's, it pays pretty well. What is it? What's the that was kind of gross. I feel grossed it out. You just gross saying that, that you said that to me. That's how I know I don't have that maternal instinct thing. Oh. I'm less like, oh, 
Never mind, you're too old. It's <laughs> <laughs> between the ages of 20 and 28. I'm sorry. That what is that? Okay, what does it say about the egg farming? I already closed it because it's... it's because you're, I'm you're way out of the age range. You're, I am. Little, it's true. A little too old for that one. All right. Um, here's one for me. Now, one, one that Thanks, I'm kind of Thanks, Greg. Thanks for against. the false hope for something I wasn't going to do in the first place. <laughs> well, there's also, really there's also one on here that's $1,000 for a group nude shoot. Putting together a themed nude shoot this week must have a versatile look and take direction well. Shoot will be fun and innovative. Pay is a thousand dollars cash. It's a thousand bucks for a group nude shoot. For a group, stop saying group nude shoot. That's what it says. A thousand dollar group nude shoot. Huh? If is it is it just like a big montage where it's a group? Is it like where I'm sitting with my back so you can't really see the? Well, you the have goods? to be. It says that you have to like probably play a bunch of different parts because it said you have to have like a versatile look. Oh, so it's it would be. Multiple me's. I think it's multiple you. Multiple nude Greg's. Yeah. Just putting that in everybody's in everybody's mind. I'm the group in the nude shoot. Multiple nude Greg's. Yeah, multiple nude Greg's. Do you get paid a thousand dollars per character, or is it? Or is it? You uh, should probably ask them. Thousand dollars for all of them. You are saying the worst stuff today. Thousand dollar group nude shoot. Group it, nude shoot. Multiple nude Greg's. Multiple nude Greg's. It's possible. All right. Well, I'm nude I might, Greg. I might inquire about that one. Although I don't think I would want to have that many nude pictures of me out there. I'm I'm pretty sure there aren't any out there right now. And uh, uh, you I'd don't like, know for sure. Yeah, I don't know for sure. That's that's true. I have been to a nude beach there. I have done that. You're so s- such a rebel. I, I know. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty. I'm pretty gross right now. All right, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Uh, Alex in the chat just said, uh, never say multiple nude Gregs ever again. <laughs> so, Ew, it's um, so weird. I picture like the nude Gregs playing with each other. <laughs> like there's the science What Greg. would the picture be? The group shoot? I'm picturing maybe There's it's, like you going like, hmm. Wait, doing questions? It's the first nude Greg. It's like, it's like, uh, like Einstein. So when Greg. we're like, like I'm a, a pantsless doctor or something or. There could be pantsless doctor. Are they pantsless shoots or is it like a full body nude? Because well, I, you I'm sure know, there has to be some costume. I'm not if that flexible to... for like different uh, poses and stuff, you know. And it all have to be pretty basic. Is there one where I'm running? Yeah, sure. Where things are swinging around. Yes. I'm just trying it's to think how that would shot. work, huh? Mm-hmm. All right. I'm picturing an office setting where I play each office person, maybe. But they're all naked. Yeah, but they're all naked. Yeah. Multiple nude office uh-huh. Gregs. Yeah, but that, but like wearing ties, so it'd be kind of kooky. You know, and then I'd wear a tie. I don't like this imagery that's happening right now. Let's just no. All right, so you're not going to do the multiple nude <laughs> photo shoot uh, unless you get paid a thousand dollars per nude Greg. I mean, thousand dollars. If you can get like you know seven or eight different <laughs> options out of that, that could be some good money. I'm sorry for everybody listening. I just had to do all that. All right. Well, it, it's possible. It's something that I'm gonna, something that I'm okay. gonna I'm gonna look into. I'm gonna look into it. I'll let you know what I find out. Moving on to the next one here, Sarah. This is the next potential little side gig here. Uh, for me. I'm just going to read this title and then I'll explain what it is. The title is this Aquarium Husbandry Position. Wait, say that. Aquarium Husbandry Position. What, you like, ma- like Marion Aquarium? Aquarium Husbandry Position. It's kind husbandry? of a hard word to say. It's kind of a hard Aquarium Husbandry Position. position. Yes. Aquarium Husbandry Position. Mm-hmm. It's not that hard. Okay, so here's what it is: a uh, tropical fish wholesaler working exclusively with totally fresh water species. Tropical fish hole. <laughs> well, I did tropical fish. Are wholesaler. you a tropical fish wholesaler? <laughs> wow, this shows off the rails already. Uh, so, so a basic understanding like <laughs> of aquarium chemistry is required, as is general knowledge of fish species. What do you have to know about fish? 
I mean, fish are there, they eat, and then, you know, you're not supposed to... You feed them like those smelly, flaky things. Yeah, and you're not supposed to overfeed them. And then when they die, you put them in the toilet. Yeah, that's pretty much all you need to know about fish, as far as I'm concerned. On-the-job training will be offered, and we seek enthusiastic people who wish to learn... to be enthusiastic about fish? Yeah, I guess you gotta pretend like you like fish a lot. You know, whatever, fish... fish What is husbandry? Well, husbandry, they don't actually go through that... The details in that, um... But husbandry, animal husbandry, is where you're, like, breeding things. Whoa, really? Yeah. Wait, so you're going to be a fish breeder? I think that's what it is. That's an aquarium husbandry position. So, but they don't actually explain anything about the husbandry part in it. That's really strange. So, yeah, I think you're a fish breeder. Okay. I could be a fish breeder. You probably could. Just, what do you do? You throw them in the, throw a bunch of fish in a tank. How do fish don't don't really breed though? Don't they just kind of lay their eggs and then the thing? That yeah, comes I mean, in? we don't need to go into details on it. it yeah, because it's so filthy. It's disgusting. It's just disgusting. It's gross. It's Magic way happens. Too, so. It's way too erotic. You, you put a curtain, oh, like put a curtain over the. Uh, you cover the bowl. Oh, you cover the bowl with fish. Give <laughs> them a little privacy, and then you pick it off, and there's a bunch of baby fish. And that's how that works. Okay. That's that's how you do that. And that's how you're a good fish husband. Yeah. So, yeah, I might apply for that one. So there we go. Compensation, depending on experience. Well, I'll just say that I have the most experience ever. I've uh, bred many, many fish in my time. And, um, you know, there's, there's, there's Tell this me clear about your thing favorite fish, Mr. Nibbler. Okay, is this the job interview? Yes, right yes. Right. Uh, my favorite fish. Well, when I was a child, I had a, uh, a goldfish. That's not, no, you have to make it more with exotic. With black spots on it. That sounds like it's sick. Yeah. <laughs> It might have been sick. It didn't live very long. <laughs> okay, my favorite fish. Have I won. I think that means that they're like kind of rotting from the inside. Um, I did have a bad fish experience because I, I at the at the county fair. I don't think they do. They still give away like goldfish as prizes. At I don't things? think so. I think that's in society these days. Come on, you can't say anything considered. without offending somebody. I'm sure that that has been long gone. Yeah, that probably has. I think. Yeah, because is that one of those things that, like carnies have been able to still get away with that? Like where they giving still, away goldfish, giving away live fish. I don't know. I'm not sure. Huh? I'm not sure if they still do or not. I think they they probably can't. Now I kind of want to find it's out. Kind of cruel. I kind of want to find out when it comes. Some like sticky fingered kid is like carrying around a plastic bag with a goldfish in it. That was me. I was that kid. I, I won multiple goldfish at uh, at the fairs, and then you you try to get out of there and get home in time before they'd kill over. They weren't always the healthiest fish that they were giving away at the little for for the for the goldfish thing. Maybe you weren't the best fish husband. For yeah, maybe I wasn't. No. That was a bad experience. All right. Well, so far, this interview is going terribly, so I don't know. Okay. So you had a goldfish with black spots, and it didn't live very long. Yeah, that And you one, won it in a plastic live, bag. None of them lived so very long. So you're already supporting, like, basically the competition. You're supporting the carny competition by getting your last fish at a carnival when you could be, you know, purchasing it from a wholesale fish husbandry store. I overfed one once. I learned a bad lesson there. What happens when you overfeed it? They, they, they just bloop. Belly up. You can't overfeed them. Oh my god! I had I had the fish food and I didn't know that the cap was loose, and so I was dumping the food in there and then poop, it just dumped a whole bunch of food. Did and you I scoop it I, out? I, I tried to scoop it out, but I mean it was already dispersed. And um, that's when you take the fish out of the bowl. Well, I was you eight. Take it out of the I, I didn't know any better. I was eight and I didn't tell what anyone. What was your fish's name? Uh, I remember mine. I had a goldfish named Opal that I too won Opal. at a carnival. Well, I had a I had a black goldfish that was named Blackie. 
Yeah, mine was kind of opal-y, and that's why I named it Opal. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I wasn't very creative with that. I also had a pet caterpillars. I, I would go get the... Uh, oh, God, you were that weird kid. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was always that. Yes, I was the kid who would pick up the caterpillars and then try to show them to everybody. Look, it's really not scary, and you're like it's mm-hmm. not running out of your nose. That's how like, I. That's how it. I would flirt with girls when I was like, like eight or nine, ten. Yeah, I would pick up caterpillars and be like, yeah, you could totally touch the caterpillar. And uh, that's how I thought I was cool because I, I would I would flirt because I'd, I'd grab things from nature and shove them in their face and be like, hey, there you go, look at that. And did you ever have I those like nature cool. box kind of things where you could keep insects in them where they're like made out of mesh? No, we just took like a jar and poked holes in the lid. Oh, that's I how we kept things. Living. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hashtag country living. Don't need a. Well, what did you call it? Country living. No, the other thing. What did you name the a fancy insect box? Yeah, it's like a. It was like a mesh kind of box thing, and you could collect. Like you could fill it with like sticks and leaves. It was and it had a handle, kind of like a bucket. Uh, but you could feel it's like mesh, and then it had like a magnifying glass kind of part on the top, and you could fill it with sticks, and then you like collected bugs and put them in there, and then you could look through the magnifying glass part. And look at all the bugs that you had, and then they die. I just used an old mason jar, poke holes in it, throw some grass in there, and bam, there you go. <laughs> this whole whole ecosystem. Oh, Nature Box does sponsor other podcasts. Oh, huh. All maybe right. We well, need maybe to get we you can. Your first Nature Box. Maybe I need to learn how. Uh, you know, I need to evolve. Okay. Well, I was just while we were talking, I was looking uh, perusing because you know I'm, I'm concerned if you're sitting here mm-hmm. looking for you know some supplementary income. I'm like, yeah. What, what do I think Greg would be qualified for? Sure. I think I might have found something for you. Okay. Now, it can be done at night. There's a flexibility in the hours, uh, so you can do it day, mornings, or in the evenings, whichever you prefer. Okay. Um, I like this. Yeah. Do you like... Uh, it's it's kind of like a cleaning position. Okay. Do you like to clean? Um, I think you do. You, you, I'm a fair, fairly clean guy. Yeah. Yeah, you're pretty tidy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, uh, this is a cleaning person. Okay. Uh, so you make $11 an hour to start, 12 hours... Uh, Dollars an hour after a probation period. Okay. All right. Um, how do you feel about adult video stores? Oh. Um, I have not been to an adult video store in quite some time. I'll okay. say that. Well, this one, um, it's, it's did, kind of out of your neighborhood. Re- I figured kind of the internet would have... Kind of canceled that Probably, out. Probably, yeah. It's kind of like a blockbuster. Well, I this mean, one's in North Portland. It's uh, an adult video store called Fat Cobra. Oh, I've seen that place. Me too. I've driven by there. It's on the max line. But mm-hmm. this is really exciting because they actually have, for the first time in five years, there is an opening for a cleaning person for Fat Cobra, a porn store janitor. Oh, no. No. Let me read you this listing. It says after five years. After five years? Five who, who stuck with years, that job for five I don't years? Know. So I'm saying maybe it's a better job than you think it is. Okay. Well, this is making me... Um, not feel as bad about a few things about me. So for the last over five years, we've been doing this show. I'm trying to imagine my life if for the last five years, instead of that, I was a porn store janitor. And that was my job. That was my thing. That's my Wait, gig. Did you ever see the band Porn Store Janitor? No. Here in town? They were amazing. Sasha, no, I knew a... Our friend, yeah, Sasha. Uh, Sasha the Bird Killer. Yeah. Uh-huh. Porn Store Janitor is like the best name for a band ever. Oh, yeah. Well, right. and, and I know people who have been porn store janitors oh, yeah. and, you know, more power to them. Christine Levine was a porn store janitor. Uh, she worked at the porn store. I don't know if... Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, I think she was. Yeah, I think yeah. she was. So and was, and uh, Big Jim. Big Jim. Yeah. But um, that's not for me. Well, let me just so let me read you the description. Okay. I mean, it's, I think it's kind of rude for you, like, for me to build this up and then you kind of interrupt me and not let me finish. Sure. Okay. okay. All right. Uh, so after five years of stellar performance at Fat Cobra, mm-hmm. our cleaner has decided to move on. We will miss him. And we have an opening for a new person. I wonder what he's moving on to. What do you move on to? 
Like, what's his next what step? What is he cleaning now? What was he? Was he working towards a goal? I don't know. And he accomplished it in his five years being a porn store janitor. <sighs> right, no, so, so they're looking for someone. I Greg, feel like I we should you, interview this guy. They're looking for someone who's reliable. You're totally reliable. Uh-huh. Uh, hardworking. If I'm nothing else, Sarah, I'm very reliable. And you're hardworking. Yeah. Uh, verifiably honest. Yeah. Uh, and willing to take on the task of keeping the store, surrounding area, and building spiffy. Well, so far, I mean, this does match my, my um, description. And then in a brief moment of honesty, they do say the job is thankless, challenging, and grimy. <laughs> They're looking for someone to work up to four. Challenging? <laughs> challenging and grimy. What's the challenge part? Like what gets out what bodily fluids? Oh, that's I don't so know. gross. Okay. Uh, let's see. All right. Hang on. Uh, it says, so we're looking for someone to work up to four hours a day, uh, mornings or evenings, Wednesday through Sunday. How much cleaning does this place need? Four hours a four day. Four hours of cleaning? Wednesday through Sunday with some flexibility. So starting pay is $11 an hour and increases to $12 God. an hour after 60 days. Now, you have to have a background check and a drug test hard uh, for hard drugs because they are very anti-drug uh, in order to become... The porn store janitor for Fat Cobra Adult Video Store, you have to submit a resume along with a cover letter. <laughs> That's some high maintenance. That is a lot of work. Cleaning, yeah. yeah. A cover letter. A cover letter. Wow. You have to send a cover letter to be a porn. I really want to see what is the cover letters are. Is something that we don't know about this particular porn store? Like I this guy stayed five years of stellar performance. 20 hours a week cleaning for five years. And then you have to submit a resume with a cover letter. Yeah. I'm confused. Wow. Is there some, there has to be some, another level to this. There's, there's more to it. There has to be. A res, a, a resume and a cover letter. Mm-hmm. I really want to read some of these cover letters. I want to read the porn story. Dear Mr. Cobra, um, it is so nice. Thank you for... Posting this, I would like to submit myself for the job of porn store janitor. I'm clean off the hard drugs, and uh, I'm uh, very tidy. I'll spend hours on... In a grimy, thankless job? In a grimy, thankless job. Mm. I'm anti-grime, so I'm all... Yeah, I don't know what I would say. Well, between... So far, not so good. Yeah, we're just... So far, I'm going to have to stick with my my good side job. Me and my old eggs, you and your... Wow. Store janitoring. Is, the, that is one of the grossest things. I will never say <laughs> multiple nude Gregs again if you never say that again. If I never that, say that is old the deal. eggs. That is the deal. There, there's the deal. So I made that deal. That's we're safe on that one. All right. I think this is good. I, I think okay. I think we've done enough. All right. Here. I, just I think we've do. done enough damage to both our my <laughs> both our reputations. Both of our reputations. Yeah, we're pretty 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 damaged after this one. So I'm feeling pretty classy right now. Yeah, feeling pretty amazing. It's one of those kinds of days, you know. You know, it is one of those kind of days, you know, like one of those days where we realize that, you know, this is this is our job and we do love it so much. And thank you so much for tuning in because you guys really do make our days sometimes uh, much like, you know, we're we help people get through, uh, uh, you know, sometimes bad days or stuff like that. We also use this as therapy sometimes. Yeah. And sometimes we're just weird. And sometimes we, too, have not the most awesome day. It happens. <laughs> it it happens. Happen. And it just so happens that Greg and I both today were kind of like, huh. <laughs> it happened at the same time. Yeah. That's not, that's not even talk that's about not, it. Not, you know what? Let's talk about other people. Let's do some world of crazy. Yes. I want to make fun of other people. Oh, it got too real for a second there, Greg. That got we too real. We don't get real. We don't get real. We bury it. Mm-hmm. We smother it. You bury it down, deep down. Bury it down. down into a deep 
black hole. Yep, inside of you. Inside, inside of you. the pit. Never let it out. Never let it out. Inside the pit where your emotions used to be. Press it until it becomes a diamond. Yeah, and then you never let it out you until never let it out. maybe you snap one Ever. day. Ever, until the snapping day comes. Yeah. Buried. Officially buried. Deep down. Yeah, when you were talking about applying to be a porn star janitor and then you said you're off the hard drugs, it sounded like at one point you were on the hard drugs. Oh, no, I was... It was <laughs> <laughs> no, I was trying to say out it. by our friend Vicky. <laughs> uh, no, I was... Yeah, I was trying to say it uh, in a different way. No, I've, n- I've never been on the hard drugs. Are you just going to sit there and not say anything while I'm being... Well, I'm having to talk about this as though I had some drug problem that now... <laughs> the only person who ever uh, no, accused someone... me of that was uh, my high school girlfriend. Oh, yeah. Who spread rumors that I was um, doing drugs and like homeless in Portland because she didn't like me anymore. And that was what she told everybody <laughs> in, in Monmouth. And then I found out about it. I'm like, no... Got to Not on the hard drugs, no, dude. That is not the case. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Hi there. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Uh, first up, a story that's making the national rounds out of Portland, Oregon, when people just think that we're crazy, of course, and we like to keep letting them know that they're accurate. Yes. Uh, out of Portland, police say an Alabama man who traveled to Portland, Oregon to live with a woman that he met on the internet was attacked by her with a baseball bat after she decided she didn't want to date him when he moved here. <laughs> wow. <laughs> So uh, so Samuel Campbell is the young man who traveled from Alabama to be with the love of his life in Portland, Oregon. Uh, she's 20, er, Samuel Campbell's 26 years young. Met Haley Fox, 24 years young, in 2013, and the two began an online relationship. Oh. Without meeting in person, so they had a really, really passionate... Hot and heavy online, huh? Real hot and heavy with those keyboard strokes. Hotandheavy.com. Mm-hmm. So this past week, after much discussion, Campbell just uh, finally declared that he was going to move to Portland and uh, where they could start their new lives together. Okay. Both Campbell and Fox. All right. So Campbell traveled to Oregon to meet Fox in person for the first time. He planned to live with her because they had discussed that was going to be the case. So and they'd he- never met in person? They'd never met in person. They'd been dating that's since 2013 of, That's online. a lot of trust in someone. And I know, I mean, I know a lot of online relationships have worked. You know, we know some, actually some... Friends who, you know, married that way, uh, you know, and good relationships. But still, I would think you'd want to meet in person yeah. before you before you commit to moving in with someone. Like moving, traveling all the way from Alabama at 20, the 26 years old, too. I mean, I've had roommates off of Craigslist before, and I'm not going to move them in sight unseen just based off of uh, emails back and forth. Yeah. And it's, you know, we're not having a relationship. That's just going to be a roommate. I still want to meet him. Well, uh, Samuel Campbell did show up in Portland, and when he arrived last week, uh, Campbell was led by Haley Fox to a table outside of her home in southeast Portland. (laughs) Once he sat down, she poured him some wine and told him to close his eyes because she had a special surprise for him. When he did, she proceeded to pick up a baseball bat and bash him three times in the back of the head. God. (laughs) Wow, that is a surprise. That is not something he would probably (laughs) anticipate. So he was not anticipating that. Uh, when confronted by police after they were called, Fox stated that she played softball uh, until 11th grade and she knew how to hold in, use a bat. <laughs> uh, so Fox told investigators she injured Campbell uh, <laughs> because she didn't want to be his girlfriend anymore. Oh my God, you can't figure out a better way to tell this guy? And that poor guy, like, 
He's probably like, how hideous am I? <laughs> like, she's seeing him for the first time. And that is, so that's when she decided? She was like, nope. Yeah, no, that's when they met for the first time. Once she sat, she led him outside to a table. Like, oh, they no, not this. sat down, she poured him some wine, then told him to close his eyes because she had a <laughs> surprise for him. him and then bashed him three times in the back of the head with a metal baseball bat. That is a bad day. That is not the best day. Uh, so after he had been hit in the head, he was laying there, you know, bleeding from the head. He's all right. He's, he's alive. Okay. Um, another woman appeared after Fox had attacked him with the bat, and the victim reported hearing them talk about using duct tape to bind him. Oh, my him. God. The man then told detectives that he believed he was going to die. Uh, yeah, then, that would probably be a safe assumption. Yeah. That, that's definitely a thought you would have. You think? I know. Well, he was then able to convince the women that he would not tell uh, on them about what happened if they would just take him to the hospital because he was bleeding from the head. Uh, good thing he did tell what happened. Good. And uh, the other woman, so it was Haley Fox and her friend Jennifer Beaumont, um, is not facing charges at this time. However, Haley Fox is. Uh, Wait, why is she not facing charges? I don't know. She was woman, talking about duct taping him up. It said uh, the woman who plotted along with Fox, 26-year-old Jennifer Beaumont, has been interviewed by, by police, however, is not facing charges at this time. Okay. Uh, the victim suffered a fractured skull and had required nine staples to the head. He was released from the hospital after receiving treatment. Fox is being booked, or Fox is booked in Marion County Jail on the charge of first-degree assault. Uh, so she has no prior criminal history, and she'll be back in court on April 20th so for her sentencing. just got... Sent to the hospital for this. He doesn't have anywhere to live because of the fact that he was <laughs> the place he was going to move into. That's probably out of the running now. Boy, that is a shitty, shitty day. I know. Right when he moves here, too. Like, she couldn't be like, no. Instead, she like hits him, bashes him in the head three times with a metal baseball bat. Wow. That's that's some crazy shit. Uh, by the way, in the uh, live chat, I was proven wrong. Uh, Keelan, former roommate of mine. I, he did move in sight unseen. We'd never met in person. Yeah, but I knew him. Yeah, I know, but still. Sight unseen. That's true. Well, you knew what Keelan looked like. Well, no. I, okay, I knew what he looked like, but I mean, we hadn't, we hadn't met in person. I see. That's and I still don't know if story. he pooped in my backyard or not. I mean, it's possible he did. Are you seriously going for that? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's what I was angling towards. Oh, all right, a new story I can't prove he of- didn't. <laughs> but I can't prove he did either. It would be rude of you to assume either way. Yeah. If you haven't just heard saying the verdict statements. The verdict, you know, You're it's such there. a turd. <laughs> <laughs> all right, out of Denver, Colorado. New story coming out today. The TSA has said that two Denver International Airport screeners were fired after they were allowing other screeners to grope the genitals of male passengers. Oh, jeez. Law enforcement reports obtained revealed a male screener at the airport uh, revealed to a female colleague that he gropes male passengers he finds attractive by having another female TSA screener manipulate a scanning machine that changes it to require them to have a physical pat-down. Oh, my God. Yep. So he related to... And he told somebody this is what he does? He related to a female co-worker that when a male he finds attractive comes to be screened by the scanning machine, he will alert another TSA screener to indicate the scanning computer that the party being screened is female. When the screener does this, the scanning machine will uh, indicate an anomaly in the genital area that allows the male TSA screener to conduct a pat-down search of that area. And you wonder why people really hate going through security. I know. So, uh, let's see. So, this was this went on for quite some time until it was finally observed by a TSA security supervisor, Chris Higgins, uh, back in February. The TSA was alerted to the screener's action, but no action was taken until he was able to see it. Higgins told officers he, pro- he observed a male screener signal his female co-worker, and the woman hit the button for female 
when a male passenger passed through the screening machine, so you could play with the man's genitals. Why do they even have that button? I don't know. Maybe like different ways to smuggle. But isn't it?、Um, huh. Okay, that's that's just weird. Hmm. Well, the female. So,、uh, so the scanner alerted to the、uh, the anomaly, and Higgins, the security supervisor, observed the male TSA screener conduct a pat down of the passenger's front groin and buttocks area quite thoroughly with the palms of his hands,、oh. which is contradictory to the TSA searching policy. You're not supposed to be touching. Fondling with your palms. Well, the female agent confessed to the scheme and told investigators that she had helped her coworker to grope at least ten plus men. Why was she helping him? I don't know. Maybe she had a crush on him or something. Well, I, clearly she's barking up the wrong tree. I know. Wanting、right? to, you know that happened to me actually. What your genitals were played with? I I got groped in、uh, security. Not not in the U.S. when I when I was on the. I was just like, sorry. He just comes. Maybe that's why Sarah sets off metal detectors. I am always groped on my butt after I. Oh, you think they're actually pressing a button saying you have metal? I don't think anyone wants to touch my butt while I'm cupping、traveling. your butt. They do touch it. Well, maybe. Yeah. Is it、knows. the same screener every time? That- no. I mean, it's always a lady screener, though. I mean, because you know the women. And yeah, that's the how they have to do that. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Something to think about. All right. Well,、uh, yeah. No, this happened when I was on a cruise. And I went to Jamaica, and then when I was、uh, coming back, because you get back on the boat, you know, you just go there for like a few hours. And we were getting back on the boat, me and my brother, and I was twenty at the time. He was eighteen, and this guy stopped us and accused us of buying weed. And、uh, the thing is, like, what, like a cop or? Yeah, he was the security guy, the、oh, okay. Jamaican security guy. You have to go through before you can get back onto the boat because you have to go through their checkpoints. And this guy. Like gave us this whole grill、uh, about whether or not we had weed and searched everything that we had. We didn't have any weed, even though everybody there was a drug dealer. We, we did not <laughs> buy anything. And、uh, he just looked me in the eyes when he didn't find anything. Walked up and just grabbed, grabbed the goods. Grabbed the goods. Grabbed the goods. Squeezy, squeezy. While staring me in the eye. Oh, you don't need to. It was fucked up. But I mean, what am I going to do? I don't want to go to Jamaican jail. So he did that, and then he's like. Then he let us go. So <laughs> I'll let him play with me since I don't have to go to Jamaican jail. <laughs> you don't want to go to a Jamaican jail. I、man. don't think I want to go to a Jamaican jail. No, but yeah, it totally happened. All right.、Um, yeah. So anyway, so charges are being pressed. Blah 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 blah. Okay.、Uh, there's an update on a young lady who、uh, went to your alma mater. Now, do you remember the tale of Kendra Sunderland? No. The 19-year-old webcam girl. Yes. <laughs> the OSU library girl. Yes. Yes.、Uh, so of course she was.、Uh, she got in trouble earlier this year for filming and streaming from an Oregon State University library after pleasuring herself in there. She was arrested and charged with public indecency. However, today things are on the up and up for her. Wanted to give you a little update on what this little、uh, this little tryst did to her career. Okay. Since she is, you know, a fellow beaver such as yourself. Yeah, but she didn't graduate from there, so it's not、no. quite the same.、Uh, well, Kendra has taken her newfound fame. And exploited it, of course.、Uh, she has her own cam show site where you can pay to watch her do random things on camera, called PlayWithKendra.com, where users can ask her to pay、uh, pay her to do anything under the sun, including licking her shoes or blowing bubble gum. Licking her shoes? People pay her to lick the bottoms of her shoes or、Ew. chew bubble gum. You can also pay her to sniff her armpits, which a lot of people seem to want to do. Wait, you pay her to sniff her own armpits? Yes, on camera, like not even in in public, just like. And people are paying her for that. Where did we go wrong, Greg? I don't know.
Should we set up webcams and you can just smell your armpits all day? Well, we could live stream while we're doing the show, and then just while we're talking, people could be like, smell your armpit, and you can just do it, and then... But then it's like, two dollars! Mm-hmm. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. Armpit sniff. Gross. <laughs> Uh, so Sunderland is doing lots of things on camera now for money, so you can find her online. Uh, she's still facing charges, but um, yeah, you can always find her online. Okay. I just wanted to give Good a little Good to update. know. Thank you, sir. No problem. I appreciate that. I know that you were in- interested in the story when it happened. Mm-hmm. Hey, so we were talking about me having old eggs. God, uh, you were not supposed to say that. Multiple nude Gregs. A 65-year-old German woman with 13 children is expecting another four children. Yes, quadruplets. At 65 years old. How is that even possible? Well, her name is Anne Angrit Rengik. A Berlin teacher recently told uh, a German newspaper that her quadruplets are due this summer. But, I mean, really, how is that possible? I, I don't... It was artificial insemination. Rengik says, So what if I am 65? Why must one always lean to the obvious cliches? I find that quite exhausting. I want more children. <laughs> Rangik, I don't know how to pronounce that, so that's just what it's going to be. Whose oldest child is 44, said she decided I bet he's to have. Uh, she said she decided to have more children when her youngest child, a nine-year-old daughter, was asking for a little brother or sister. Now, all of Rangik's 13 children were reportedly con- naturally conceived with five different fathers. Wow! Wait, what? So Shardy has 13 children. She's now artificially inseminated with four more that are due this summer at the age of 65. She has but 13, she's not even going to be able to, I mean, in all likelihood, she from, won't be able to take care of those kids until they're 18. Yeah. Well, she has 13 children from five different fathers. Wow. So she said that she will try to remain as fit and as healthy as she possibly can. But yes, she will be a new mother at 65 to quadruplets. It's been a while since we've had a mascot groping story. Just keep the gropings going. Police have arrested a man dressed as Cookie Monster after he allegedly groped someone in New York City on Sunday. Who was it that... Didn't somebody else get arrested for another mascot? It was Cookie Monster. It was Elmo. Wasn't it Elmo? Yeah. Wasn't... Mm -hmm. Yeah, Elmo was like swearing... Or something. Uh, I'm not sure. Well, it's one of the Times Square anyway. m- costumed men. So this, okay. uh, the man was arrested dressed as Cookie Monster after he was allegedly groping people. So he uh, started to pull people into hugs and then forcibly start to fondle their breasts. Wait. For- <laughs> yes. So there, wow. was, there was a tour group going through and uh, a woman who was part of the tour group uh, was walking outside the Times Square Toys R Us. And that's when he gave her a hug and decided to... Uh-uh. Why would you hug the Times Square Cookie Monster? I don't. Like honestly, why would you? Why would you hug that person? <laughs> I don't know. Don't hug the mascot people. I know they're people with jobs. I'm sorry. I'm not going to hug them. Well, a lot of the mascots, particularly in New York, uh, are pretty consistently arrested. Last year, the NYPD arrested more than 18 street performers in Times Square, including Elmo, Spider-Man, Iron Man, and at least one Batman. (laughs) They've all been arrested. They've all been arrested for groping or yelling or hitting. (laughs) Doesn't seem like a very stable environment. No. (laughs) All right, and finally, I have one more story. Out of Florida. And thank you. I wasn't going to do this. I've actually put off doing this story. Because I know that we've talked about that this is, yeah, it's 2015. Oh, come on. 
I know what you're going to do. I can't not do it, Greg. People have posted all over my Facebook page. They've emailed it to me. It's not anything like really specifically disgusting. It's just something that happened. So it just needs to happen. All right. It's kind of a potpourri of crazy today. I'm just getting it out there. Fine. Because once I say it, then people will stop sending it to me, and then it'll be done. Okay. Out of Orange County, Florida. A family of four had a rude awakening last week when the homeowner's ex-boyfriend broke in and decided to poop all over some of the family's belongings. Oh, Break into the house and defecate on everything. So the victim was, oh. at, was asleep. Okay, so it's a family of four? It's a family of four. So it's a woman who lived there with her three children. So and so they were awakened last oh, week. Okay, all right. When the homeowner's ex-boyfriend broke into and defecated on several of the family's <laughs> My belongings. God. Wow. So the victim was asleep at first, but one of the children had woken up and they witnessed Michael Anthony Johnson, 27 years young, a Florida man, breaking into the home and defecating on things. Johnson is accused of defecating on bed sheets, a glass kitchen plate, a wallet, and a dresser. He was uh, arrested back in January, uh, and he was just released the day that he was caught pooping on the belongings. Wow. Yes, so Johnson allegedly gave deputies false uh, false information, but an officer said I recognize the defendant, remember responding to the same address in regards to the last time he was arrested. Johnson was charged with burglary of an occupied dwelling, criminal mischief, sanitary nuisance. Yeah, I'd say that's a nuisance. That is quite the nuisance. Uh, Providing false information to law enforcement and aggravated stalking. He was booked into the Orange County Jail, and that is where he remains. Wow. That takes some real anger to go in and do something like that. Yeah, some or some real crazy. Yeah, some real not thinking too straight. Like, you know what I'm gonna? Do? You know what's gonna make me feel better about this? I like the specifics of the things that. So it was bed sheets, a glass kitchen plate, a wallet, and a dresser. <laughs> Those are the four things. How long that, was he there? I don't know. Enough to just go. Bloop, 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 bloop. <laughs> like I don't know if they were all like in a row, like the glass kitchen plate, the wallet. And a stack of bed sheets around a dresser, and then he just kind of did it all in one fell swoop. I don't know. I don't know. Some more life's mysteries. There you have it, my friends. That's your world of crazy. I feel kind of crazy today. Yeah, so do I. Okay. Learned a lot, though, right there. Learned a lot in that lesson. Thank you, sir. Should nope. we do a little bit of ball talk? Oh, sure, Greg. Just a little, just a little bit. Just a just a teeny bit. A, a smattering. Yep. A smidge. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. <laughs> Let's talk balls. Balls. Oh, darn it! The video's not out yet. That'll be for tomorrow. Is that what you were talk. talking about? Because Greg has been waiting for something to appear, and I don't know what it is. No, why did somebody say something in the chat? No, yeah, I am. I'm waiting for something. There's no, because you had said that earlier. You said yeah, there's, there's a video that's, that's supposed to be coming out today that may or may not be a song that I really want to play on Ball Talk, but I haven't oh heard it yet, God. and it's not released. So, oh, that kind of video. Oh yeah, we'll see if it's uh, maybe it'll, maybe it'll be released by the time I get done talking. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. First up. There is a uh, guy from the University of Oregon making some news right now. And mostly, this is I'm going to encourage people to look up the video for this because it is, uh, it's pretty damn funny. Okay. And also, another perfect example 
of why athletes do this, I do not know. Celebrating before you finish the job. <laughs> Just like the you know the players that drop the touchdown, drop the ball before they cross the goal oh, line. Oh, yeah. Those kind of guys. That's awkward. Yeah. Well, this is a University of Oregon athlete who was in the steeplechase. And at the end of the steeplechase... There's a video of him is at the Pac-12 uh, on, from the Pac-12 network. He was competing against University of Washington and Kentucky athletes, and he's running towards the finish line. He's got a fairly sizable lead, and sizable enough where he starts raising up his hands and trying to get the crowd in to cheer for him as he's crossing the finish Such line. Such a douche move. Not looking back to notice that there is a University of Washington athlete sprinting to catch right up to him and passes him right at the finish line. So this guy who was cheering for himself lost by 0.1 seconds. Oh, my God. While the Washington dude uh, yep, passed him right up. Yeah, you're never done until you're done. The look on the guy's face, though, because they have multiple camera angles, and they, including a camera right down on the, on the uh, track, where you can see him cheering, and he's all proud of himself, and you see the moment the other guy passes him, where he, it slowly dawns on him, oh, no. no. And then there's just a shot of him laying on the ground. And that's that's it. Well, it's his own fault. It is. It wow. is funny. It's funny. It is very funny. So you can uh, you can look that up. University. Just look up Oregon runner. It'll it'll show up. Uh, moving on to ball talk. It's a potpourri of balls. It really is. There's a smattering, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Uh, this one. Uh, let's see. We'll go here in the uh, potpourri. I do have a story from Florida, Sarah. Ooh. Where is it from Port St. Lucie? It is from Alachua County. Alachua County Jail. Oh, that's in Gainesville. Oh, Gainesville. Home from of Gainesville. Against Me. Gainesville. Mm-hmm. Gainesville. So two pitchers for the University of Florida baseball team spent Sunday night in jail. And they've been charged with felony trespassing charges. So, which means, wow, this is some serious offense. So what happened is... They, they had pitched in a game and then um, decided to break into a construction zone and climb a crane. Oh, wow. That's not smart. No. They climbed a crane. It's cra- Sorry, I just got distracted. It's crazy outside right now. It's super stormy. Oh, yeah. That is crazy weather. Yeah. You know, there was a tornado sighted last week. Where? Uh, just south of here. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. There you go. Just I remember seeing one when I was uh, like a small one. Outside of Albany. Yeah. Yeah, when I was younger. They touch down down there mm-hmm. every now and then. I mean, they, it's never really any damage, but... Yeah, but it's there are fun clouds. to be scary. There we go. A little lesson on weather for you. <laughs> Let's talk about weather. Let's talk about climbing cranes. So these two guys, yeah, they broke into a construction site and then climbed a crane. Presumably, I'm going to guess they were kind of drunk. Because they were uh, taken into custody at 11.43 p.m. <laughs> Climbing a crane, yes. After climbing a crane. Yep. And uh, they no, were arrested. No, so many good sober decisions are being made at 11.45 at night. Lots of them, including climbing cranes. climb a crane, yeah. Well, they they were put into jail. There's no word of they're going to be able to stay with the team. However, they face up to five years in prison. Five years in prison wow. for climbing a crane. I mean, really, I think the biggest punishment is you're just going to hurt yourself. Like, if you fall off of a crane, that's that's Yeah, that's, that's, that's the you big that's going to suffer for that. Yeah. But yeah, five years in prison. Seems 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 a bit much. It does seem pretty excessive. Maybe you're not getting the full story. Oh, maybe not. Maybe oh, there's more. Oh, oh. Maybe there's more. I um I broke into a road grader when I was little. A, a road water? A road grader? What is that? A road grader is if you live on Oh yeah, cuz I grew up on a gravel road. 
So I guess, Pete, if you didn't do that, you don't know what that is. So on a gravel road, they have road graders that'll come along and, like, smooth out the gravel. Like gravel smoothers? Yeah. It's called a road grader. Okay. But they would park it out uh, near, near our property, and it would just be sitting there. It was sitting there all by itself. Nobody else is in it. And I, fa- I found out that if you, uh, it, the lock really didn't work. So you just put something sharp in there and you turn it and you could open it up and then you could get into the road grader. Oh. I'm, I'm admitting this now because I've felt so guilty about it. After all for these so many years? years? For so many years. I have carried the weight of this shocking crime. And I just felt like I needed to get that off my chest right now. I broke into it's being a speculated road. that you were a shit apple. Yes. Oh, totally. That was a total yeah, shit apple Chris, thing to do. Chris, he was a total shit apple. Total shit apple thing to do. Throwing caterpillars at girls, riding. No, I was. Smithers. I didn't throw the caterpillars at the girls. I would try to impress them that I was. God, uh, you're so exactly the same as when you were a kid. And that's just what so you got to do. You got to do something really girls. stupid to impress somebody. Like, <laughs> look at a <my> caterpillar. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. That's. I mean, that's how you do it. Sure. Well, anyway, there I admitted that. Uh, moving on to ball talk. Uh, we'll bounce around to this. Sarah, there is a name you're going to need to know because you're going to be seeing it everywhere, I suspect, over the next few years. few years? And that name is Jordan Spieth. Jordan Spieth. It's a weird name. It's a weird name. S-P-E-I-T-H. The reason you're going to know his name is it's being speculated he could be the next Tiger Woods. And he is the second youngest player ever to win the Masters Tournament in golf. Okay. And uh, apparently, yeah, he's, he's very, very, very good. And he's, he's kind of the biggest deal right now in golf. All right, Spieth. Jordan Spieth. Jordan Spieth. Is he, Jordan is he easy Spieth. on the eyes? Uh, you would probably think he's easy on the eyes. Okay. Yeah, you can look him up, Jordan Spieth. He's also apparently a pretty nice guy off the field. He's his... Uh, well, so was Tiger Woods before the shit show of very his true. life Very <laughs> true. I believe Jordan Spieth's uh, sister... Has uh, I'm not sure if she has Down syndrome or something like that, but he does a bunch of charity work for for uh, that kind of stuff. Oh, he's so, not too bad. You know, for like a basic white guy. He's a basic white guy. Yeah, yeah. Jordan Spieth. There we go. So now you know that name. Everybody listening, you know that name now, and so you heard it here first. Moving on. You totally just deviated into your Frank Underwood, and you heard it here first. And you heard it here first. My dear we need Claire. to talk about this after. Okay, let's finish up ball talk, and then we need to talk about that. Well, in Georgia, and I don't mean Georgia the state. Okay. Yeah, I can, I can do it all right. It's pretty good. I'm just a servant of the people. All right, so on to this next story. This takes place in, uh, I'm not sure where the tournament, oh, the tournament was in Dubai, but a Georgian chess champion from the country of Georgia. Georgian chess champion and grandmaster, Sarah. How do you become a grandmaster? You got to win a lot of a lot of tournaments. Okay. Uh, Wait, grandmaster like at chess? Yeah. Mm, I'm pretty good at chess. You really? Hmm. I have never seen you play chess. Oh, I'm I'm actually pretty decent at it. My grandpa and I used to play all the time when I was little. Hmm. I shall challenge you to a game of chess, Greg Nibbler. Fine. Done. Done. All right. Well. uh... I don't know how, even how to say this guy's name. Gaios Nigaladizi. Uh, we'll call him G. Okay, G. G. G was uh, kicked out of a tournament after Uh-oh. he was caught cheating. <gasps> so what he was doing was they were playing the match, and then I guess they get a, a chance to go to the bathroom, you know, because chess matches can last uh, quite a long time. 
they, uh, they, they, um, let him take a break and go into the bathroom. And what they found out was he had actually secretly stored a cell phone in there and he was looking up moves on his phone and checking, uh, checking things to do for his next move. Strategizing? Strategizing. With a cell phone. With a cellular telephone? Because somebody noticed he would always visit the same <laughs> toilet partition. And uh, and somebody noticed, because it was strange since the other ones were always unoccupied, I guess somebody's watching him go to the bathroom, but he would always visit that one. And they, he had taped the phone under the toilet paper. And uh, and it had a chess analysis app on it. Greg, maybe that's what our... Uh, we can do an extended like video podcast where we just play chess. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a very good idea. It sounds so compelling. Mm -hmm. Oh, we wouldn't be able to handle how popular it would be. Yeah, it sounds pretty good. Mm -hmm. We're doing a great job right now. All right, finally in Ball Talk, we have this, and scandal has erupted. Scandal! In Ghana right now. Where the Ghanaian football administrator... In Ghana, is it like football, like soccer, or football, like pointy ball? Soccer. Okay has revealed a scandalous truth behind why one of their teams were knocked out of the CAF Champions League. So the team's name is uh, Kokoto. They were competing in the Champions League. They were knocked out. However, the reason they were knocked out, according to the football administrator, is because the team overindulges in pornography. Another one of these porn teams? Another one of these porn teams. Okay. Apparently the team, this is what the football administrator said about the players. He said, these players do not sleep. I tell you all the time, they don't sleep. The fact they are in bed does not mean they sleep. They spend their nights making calls, browsing the web, and watching porno. And fondling themselves. If you like, get a medical expert to assess them, and you can get confirmation these boys don't have enough sleep. So he's blaming the players being obsessed with pornography for why they uh, why they lost. They're not getting much enough sleep. I would think it would be very relaxing for them. I don't know. I don't know. I think it would be well, the opposite. You need to take these boys' computers away from them. Guess so. They're not playing well. So there you go, Kokoto. That is why you lost. For watching too much porn. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. All right, dear Frank Underwood. So, in case My anybody hasn't heard of this, uh, there uh, this little TV show called House of Cards. House of Cards. And Greg has started to lately, like you know, Greg has had a lot of characters. He's been Chester. Uh, I sometimes deviate into this one. He sometimes deviates into true. whatever character he's obsessed with at that moment. And currently, it's Frank Underwood. I'm just a humble servant of the people from South Carolina. Now, my dear Claire and I, she is the apple of my eye and the light of my day. Wow. I've only seen a couple episodes, but even I can understand that that's pretty good. It's, I, it's up there. I need to know some more things that he says to really fully do it. But yeah, maybe, maybe that's the thing. I could be the voiceover guy for, uh, for uh, maybe a For House, Kevin Spacey. For House of Cards. Yeah, yeah the uh, animated series. <laughs> All right. Frank Underwood. <laughs> Ooh, well, even though it's stormy outside, you know where a nice place to go is? Uh, even if it's rainy, even if it's a little drizzly, even if it's a little cold outside? Even if it's a little bit cold outside, you can find some respite in it. You can, and it's at the Landmark Saloon. Landmark Saloon, 4847 Southeast Division. The good area of division. It's a fine place. It is a fine, fine place. Good food, great friends, cornhole. 
Heated patio. Oh, yes, indeed. Television outside. Absolutely. And if I'm working, maybe wrestling playing on the TV. Oh. Oh. Tomorrow, going to be playing the rest, uh, the wrestling game. Oh, my God. The Blazer game. The final uh, Blazer game of the final season. <laughs> well, when you take over there, I was just going to kind of let you go. See if you can work that out. Do it. The final game of the regular season for the Blazers is happening tomorrow night, and Landmark Saloon is going to be showing it out back at their patio bar. It's a fine patio bar. It's covered, so even if it's stormy outside, it's covered and heated. It is fantastic. Or there's inside where there's uh, you know, music and all kinds of different things that go on. So Landmark Saloon, 4847 Southeast Division, a fine, fine establishment. We may or may not have an announcement to make uh, coming up in oh, a little while. Not today. Yeah. Not, not today. today. Not today. Oh, yeah, Tony's noting in Baltic I didn't cover the two injuries to the Blazers last night because it's depressing. It is. That's why. <laughs> it's just depressing. All right. <gasps> Whoops. <laughs> Sorry. Was that gre- Green Day you just went into? <laughs> yes. Most organized show ever today. <laughs> oh, my God. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone. You guys are fantastic. We really appreciate you tuning in. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. And we'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> Such a waste of talent. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. <laughs>